Oh, baby, I put it on my live stream. Packing bowls and freeing souls from America's heartland. You're listening to Bowl After Bowl with Lorian and Spencer. Dan- Dan- dance and move your legs around. What? 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 I'm a supporter of human beings. Be- 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 dance and move your legs around. That's an amazing story, man. That's cool as fuck. We're going to have a big celebration all together. I'm going to come. Your Honor, I would like to plead not guilty on the ground that Obama legalized weed. That's right. Everybody knows Obama already legalized weed. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are back at it with a special edition, Bowls with Buds. A little Sunday after NA action. I am Sir Spencer, Wolf of Kansas City. I'm Dame DeLorean. And joining us for the very first time, it is Micah. Welcome, sir. Woo. Ooh, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's an Absolutely. Honor. Yeah, thank you for being here. Thanks totally. for joining us. Thank you so much for joining I'm us. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Yeah. So uh, for those of us new to the format, just want to quickly explain bowl after bowl we do a show every tuesday night right after dh unplugged on the na stream as well as on the bowl after bowl stream you can find it at stream.bowlafterbowl.com uh and then every once in a while we can get a bud to sit down in the bowl with us we do these bullets with buds <laughs> episodes so just an additional episode of bowl after bowl kind of sporadically scheduled whenever it can happen and uh it's a big special time slot today whoa and it is a uh, new live son of a bitch i should point out as this uh, <laughs> bowling ball comes flying in this is a new live son of a bitch that's right the bowl is lit we are lit on that live item tag so what does that mean it means you can fling some sats in here knock us all over and oh, hell uh yeah micah you're getting a third of all of that action right oh now. oh my god that's amazing i you know, Adam Curry is a god. This man, this man is single-handedly saving the creators of this world. It's true. It is absolutely true. Yeah, he's uh, been killing it with the setup. Uh, him and Dave setting up podcasting 2.0 and just rolling out the ability to uh, take back control over your RSS feed, really, and uh, yeah. over your content and over you know the way that your audience interacts with you. It's uh, there's no there's no need for arbitrary uh arbitrary third parties these extra rules that you don't know about until you break them <laughs> uh just can get a little bit frustrating i think to any any time that pops up in life totally anytime but yeah um so i usually start these things out by kind of talking origin stories when it's somebody's first time in the bowl and uh i want to say you came on my radar uh during a donation segment i was listening to and you kind of uh, shouted out your own podcast extremely live and yes, you indeed. were kind of you put like a blanket inquiry out there of like if anybody wants to show up uh talking about bitcoin and i was like uh i like talking about bitcoin <laughs> hell yeah and you've been doing a great job of it i've had john twice that's right uh, a repeat guest so <laughs> tell us a little bit about uh kind of your um I guess your no agenda origin story. How did you get hit in the mouth and come to this thing? Yeah, I was uh, I was early on on podcasts. I was completely excited by the idea of just fully independent media. Um, 
And, uh, you know, early on it was like Adam Curry's doing that, uh, what was it called? Uh, Daily Source Code. There sure, we go. yeah. So I was early in on that. I, I, I found him through that. And then I found John C. Dvorak through Cranky Geeks, which I thought was funny. And I like, uh, early on I was like, uh, sending him uh, pitch packets of uh, like uh, graphics packages to try and get hired by him. <laughs> Never nice. heard back. <laughs> so I was I was reaching out to those guys early on, thinking they were cool, and then they started No Agenda, and the rest is history. I was like, oh hell yeah, this is exactly what I'm talking about. I never felt like I fully kind of fit in with a- anybody as far as like takes on the news. So it was nice to it's nice to hear people speaking my language. Yeah, totally. No, that makes perfect sense, man. And uh, just kind of been been around ever since then, huh? Yeah, I'm. I, you know, I, I uh, I'm definitely uh, have a, a hardcore douche stink on me that I had to get off. I, I donated very, very late. Nice. Uh, but uh, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, ma- I'm gonna go for knighthood eventually for sure, and uh, and and join y'all at the round table. That's what's up. Yeah, we will um, welcome you with open arms to the to the round table. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate day. that. Uh, I can't catch up on some of these strikes coming through on the boostergrams, by the way. Uh, 11, oh, is that what that is? 11-1-11. Yeah, every time you hear the bowling strike, that is the sound of uh, somebody sending us a boostergram. Whoa. Do you have so. that set up like automatically? Or are you, you doing that? So this is a program called Helipad that Dave Jones wrote. That's um, so cool. And Helipad can be installed on your lightning node. And it just listens uh, as the boosts come in, and then it will display them in a web browser. And uh, by yeah. by default, the sound it makes is pew. But uh, <laughs> thanks to Servo and Booberry, we did a little tinkering into the uh, under the hood and found out uh, a little spot that you can switch the MP3 out for a different one. Hell yeah! I customize didn't know your were- noise. Didn't know y'all were dudes named Ben. That's fucking sick. Yeah, you know, <laughs> mess around here and there, this and that. Uh, always trying Very to cool. improve <laughs> on my uh, skill set. <laughs> I feel like it's uh, pretty niche right now, but uh, you know, these <laughs> these things improve over time. Totally, over totally. Time. Yeah. So I got eleven one eleven from Harv Hat. He's boosting out a CurioCaster. He's reliably boosting whenever he sees that uh, pod ping showing up that we're going live. Uh, 333 from C-Dubs, boosting out of Boost CLI. Oh, here comes another one. Uh, C-Dubs boosting out of Boost CLI saying, we lit. Oh, hell yeah. I love this. This is like a call, call a telethon. This is sick. <laughs> uh, Missouri smash that boost button, says, uh, Pfeiffer. I know, I know what you want, Pfeiffer. <laughs> and, uh, finally we have Mind Blown. From NA Millennial, both of those guys, by the way, boosting out of Fountain Pfeiffer, an eighteen twenty one boost. Uh, that's the Missouri boost, the Missouri Smash boost, because of course Missouri was founded in eighteen twenty one, achieved statehood. Nice. And uh, forty two hundred from NA Millennial out of Fountain, both of those out of Fountain. So we appreciate uh, everybody there. Yeah, thank you, bowlers. Very cool. And uh, yeah, if if you want to join in on that boost action, you can go over. Uh, we recommend taking all your clothes off and going to nudepodcastapps.com <laughs> and getting yourself a brand nude podcast app. Uh, yeah, then you can boost in Satoshi's, send boostograms, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be uh, it's 
it's going to be where all the action is. You really want to join in that fun. So Hell yeah. Be a cyberpunk, y'all. That's right. That's right. It's the new haps. Um, yeah, this is great fun. Um, I really recommend uh, everybody like runs lightning nodes just for this extra ability to surface the boostograms a little easier. But uh, I wanted to talk about your split today because we get, we're getting people onboarded onto Albi, it seems, way easier than any other onboarding process especially if they don't run a node yet and um double especially if they just haven't even touched bitcoin ever before so like how how easy was the albi thing to get going from your side it was awesome actually i have it uh i think i have two wallets one is set up to my node but i I, as last time we talked i uh i got to figure out uh lightning on my end but they have made it so easy that, that like you can make your own uh lightning uh wallet right in the Albi thing and it's like dude it was like three clicks of a button and it was all set up right isn't that fantastic yeah and like the 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 fact that they give you like a custom like email looking signifier to send people is so cool the whole thing is like really impressively awesome yeah i think this is kind of so right now Albi like this is pretty new stuff within the last month or two uh them rolling all of this functionality out and i think that now that it's here it's just a matter of spreading the word, but like totally. this is going to be my new go-to for people who are like, "What's uh, what's this? I don't know anything about anything." Yeah, no, it's it. super smart. It's like it's it's definitely the most seamless like Bitcoin product I've used yet. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's really kicking ass. And like you said, you get a one of those lightning addresses the that look like an email address that you can send. Sats directly too. Speaking of which, also, uh, we added a bull after bull Albi tag into the bullafterbull.com website. So if you use Albi and you go to bullafterbull.com, you can actually directly boost the site, which Ooh, that's cool. Pfeiffer did 18 days ago. And I'm only just now, uh, this is like something new that I have to add to my pre flight checklist of checking things when I <laughs> thank people. But, uh, <laughs> I want to thank Pfeiffer again because he boosted us an 1821 sat to the website directly. Uh, and I'm going to have to find a better way to surface these because I have to pull up the inspector to really read it fully. But um, he says, in the bull and my first boost from Albi 1821, the year Mo joined the union. So he gave us the origin story there with the, I think that's his first uh, 1821 boost came through on the website and I didn't even see it like a couple weeks ago. Man, okay. it's, so, it's so awesome. Like the just... The divisibility of down to like being able to send a couple cents, it means nothing to you. Like, person, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't hurt to send and it feels awesome to like just throw a kindness towards people. It's just, I, this is so exciting to me. Yeah, it's it's pretty excellent. Uh, we've had great experiences so far. And yeah, the boostergrams are so much fun. Totally. People no can, uh, bowlers can add content to the show, they can send uh audio files and all sorts of stuff yeah that's so cool oh yeah that's true you could like send like a a, like a url too like that's that's sick and then uh in the chat too the all all of those are surfaced in the chat so um yeah thanks to c-dubs boost after boost bot that's right he's got the boost after (laughs) boost bot there Uh, a lot of guys have been working on it with him and uh you know making little tweaks and stuff that's what's so cool is like there's just a bunch of uh, a bunch of bowlers in the bowl that love working on these little projects and making them better piece by piece, and uh, we just all help each other out. And a lot of the shows in the circle too, 
It's um, true value for value. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Like Blueberry and Lavish over there, like leading the charge at behind the schemes, uh, pushing oh, yeah. the absolute edge of what the live item can do, how many splits you can jam into a value tag. <laughs> yeah. uh, just they got uh, the custom boost sounds for the amounts. The absolute running with scissors boys over there. <laughs> um, so, Micah, we booked you officially as uh, Micah Rock and Roll. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, dude. And the reason I did, and it's in the art too. Thanks, by the way, Lucky uh, or Lucy Johnson for the art today. Appreciate that. Oh yeah, no problem. <laughs> That's our dog. Uh, <laughs> our I, dog's was email. I was wondering like who is this lucy johnson emailed me to bull after bull i thought for sure that was a spam and then I, oh i see it's yes. an alternate email address dogs are people too lauren's got <laughs> hell yeah you know lauren's it. got a gang of email i have addresses. 33 <laughs> <laughs> <Spooky> emails. nice <laughs> uh but yeah i was gonna ask you because i just chose that because uh we were updating the live item tag thank you by the way for filling in kind of at late notice uh, we yeah, had, absolutely. We had a little switcheroo to do. Um, uh, our buddy Eric Yakes had something come up, so he's rescheduling for October 2nd for the bowlers that were uh, expecting uh, some Eric Yakes today. Uh, I, hope we'll I, can live, I hope I can live up to, uh, to love up to your expectations. Oh, no. Right when, I, right when he canceled, I was like, I know exactly who I'm yeah. going to ask <laughs> right now, and I hope he says yes so hard because... Um, yes, and you did, and so it was like totally painless. We everybody made everything work, and it's all good. Um, but yeah, I was gonna ask you. I popped in Micah Rock and Roll as the uh, <laughs> attribution because I looked up Extremely Live, and I saw that's your author name in that feed, and so I thought, oh fuck it. But I wanted to ask you why Micah Rock and Roll. Like, what? What? What's so, the whole story there? This is this perfect story for uh, for bowl after bowl. So. Uh, years ago, I was uh, I fell on some hard times. I'm a freelance editor, and like for whatever reason, there was just a summer where there was just no work. And uh, a buddy of mine uh, happens to own a weed delivery service, and uh, he's like, "Hey, man, you, if you have a bike, I can hire you." And I was like, "Yeah, fuck it, yeah, let's do it." So for a summer here in New York City, I became a, a weed delivery guy. And uh, I just started, I don't know why, I just started doing, I've, I've kind of always like made like homemade t-shirts just kind of for fun, like as a gag. But one day while delivering, I uh, decided to just write the words rock and roll on a white t-shirt with a shark. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, I uh, started delivering uh, to people in that shirt. I got a lot of compliments on like, oh, it's so cool. I love your shirt. It's like, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's like uh, homemade. It's cool. Very punk rock, man. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, the following week, I went out and... Uh, uh, on a delivery run and uh, a girl answered the door and she was in a white t-shirt with rock and roll written in Sharpie Uh-oh. and she goes oh my god I'm so embarrassed I totally copied you I wear this to the gym oh, nice <laughs> and I was like whoa that's so cool I was like flattered I thought it was awesome <laughs> so I was like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna make that my moniker so I'm I, I'm actually thrilled you uh, uh, listed me as Micah Rock and Roll because it's the first time uh, I've actually used the 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 moniker. Nice. Um, well, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the kind of. I don't know why. I just like the word. I don't have any tattoos, but I'm just gonna get uh, handwritten ro- uh, rock and roll on my arm. I there think. you go. That's always the better yeah, yeah. way to go. Tattoos. Yeah. Uh, tattoos can lead to like regret, regrets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but 
Uh, Just the word rock and roll, baby. Come on. Yeah, rock and roll. <laughs> rock and roll will never die. There you go. That Yeah, that's the other thing. I I, I miss, like, r- like uh, guitar rock bands. Like, it's... it's uh, you don't hear them, like, out as much. Like, you go to the bars and it's like, they're not, like, blasting guitar rock. At least not the ones around here. So, uh, I, yeah, I try and, I try and, I'm trying to raise awareness of rock and roll. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> well, I support that message. Uh, the bowlers support it too. I got 8888 sats from Abel Kirby out of Curio oh, Caster. Yeah. Uh, no note on this one, but, uh, I think he says, If you like that boost, wait till you see what happens next. Because, uh, <laughs> the next boost that comes in is 8888 from Abel Kirby, who says, Boosting the live tag to smash those pins. Loving the show, rock and roll. Hell yeah, rock and roll, baby. Also, Bully Steed coming in from Fountain saying, In the bowl, 3333, so cheers to you. <laughs> in the bowl, Bully. Uh, that's awesome, man. Very uh, very punk rock, very DIY. <laughs> yeah, I, so, I don't know what that is, but you, yeah, I've, I've always had fun like making dumb shirts. You play uh, instruments or like music yourself? or I, do, I uh, played drums when I was uh, a young lad nice. in the, uh, in the uh, uh, church worship uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> you got to. You got to. It's where, you got to uh, get a stage, man. Wherever exactly. you can get a stage. Hey, I did That's the right. same thing. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. Dude, we have so many weird uh, it's crossovers. It's so weird. You're like the New York me or some shit. <laughs> yeah, that's so hilarious. That's what's going on, man? Um, yeah, so, yeah, I played there. I, I really liked uh, playing drums, and then my brother uh, had a band in Jersey and, like, was playing all the same clubs that uh, Bruce Springsteen did, and I, I joined up with him for a summer when I turned 16, and, like, was like playing coffee shop shows with him, so a little bit, not nothing like too crazy, but it, it's definitely fun. I, I definitely uh, enjoyed it. That's what's up, man. Oh, that's cool. I love the uh, uh, fellow drummers. Yeah, you got to yeah, represent. For sure. um, I'm curious if you like are you still actively doing music, and have you explored any kind of uh, the music side of this value for value stuff? No, that's actually interesting. I didn't know there was a, a music side. Um, I uh, I haven't like played in a band or anything like that for a very long time. It was more of like in, in high school days. But I, I, I've started to uh, uh, get more interested in uh, game design, and I've been working on like uh, a, a little uh, side scroller, two D side scroller Mario style game. Okay, and I'm I'm excited to. Uh, try and do uh some music for it i i've uh that's how i'm gonna try and get back very cool into, into the swing of things like i can kind of like i don't i'm not trained or anything like that and i just kind of like you know mess around on a piano and it like oh that note sounds good next to that note you sure, know what i mean yeah. like i don't know i don't have any to the point where i'm like i, I might want to take some piano lessons just to like familiarize myself i like doing like i, I we talked about how i'm kind of slowly teach myself python and stuff i like to kind of like self teach myself stuff so yeah. i think piano is definitely on the list nice piano definitely on the list uh-oh boobs coming in from boo cli oh hell yeah look at that he says fucking <laughs> seamless almost forgot i can baste boost now from boo cli he sends us a gif as well i gotta get me some of that boost clit next uh-oh <laughs> Oh, wow. It's yeah. <laughs> a horny boost. There's been a uh, troll split of, uh, oh, live is lit is the gif, and there's a little pentagram jumping up and down on a chessboard. Oh, that's rock and roll. Nudepodcastapps.com. Shout out, shouts out. 
<laughs> I think I got a drop for shouts out still. Yeah, it's on there somewhere. <laughs> it's getting buried in all this different stuff. Oh my goodness. I wanted to shout out. There we go. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you guys have all your own jingles. That's fun. Yeah, we just uh, steal them from everyone else, basically. <laughs> <laughs> we, we listen to uh, listen to shows. Do you know how bad you sound? You'd know that if you'd ever listened to my podcast. <laughs> yeah, we listen to a lot of shows. But, uh, oh man, I haven't been listening to as many shows lately because I've just been running around like a chicken with my head cut off. I feel like this extreme pressure uh, coming down to just get something, even if it's shit, uh, slapped together for this uh, music situation. So I don't know like how much, I think we talked about this a little bit last time I was on Extremely Live, but how much podcasting 2.0 uh, do you listen to? Honestly, just the... Uh not a not a ton. I I I've I feel like I, there's definitely a few. Most of them are Bitcoin podcasts that are doing the that I that I know of that are doing the the value for value thing. But yeah. what 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 uh, what are you about to introduce me to? Well, so podcasting 2.0 uh, is kind of like the the weekly board meeting for the free open source development of. Oh yes, we talked about this. Of yes. The whole namespace and everything, and they just had their episode 100. Ooh. Which was very fancy, and everybody was um, piling on with boosts and love and uh, uh, value for the value that we've received over the last two years from those guys. It's been a bunch. Yeah, that's sick. So uh, a majority of the show is dedicated to just begging uh, for a, a music app, you know, which is something that I've really been pining for and wanting ever since we yeah. started this, uh, this project Abel Kirby and I did together, Abel and the Wolf. So... We had kind of set out to make a proof of concept for taking the idea of this podcasting 2.0 podcast and then just reconfiguring it to be a music album and saying, you know what, we could put a music album together, just make the items be every track and just make the whole feed be an album and just release music this way, 2.0, into the value apps, uh, don't have to ask anybody permission for it, don't have to get any like you know record companies involved or any kind of shit like that we can just sit down with the stakeholders that we choose and can make art and we can put it out there and yeah. so we did that last christmas eve and um ever That's since awesome. then it's it was great it's it's been awesome and i think that uh we we kind of outperformed what we would have done if we had gone like spotify style yeah totally uh with far less views by the way because it's like <laughs> a big fat hairy pain in the ass to like go listen to the album uh and and the main reason why isn't uh anything other than the fact that right now all of the podcast apps are geared toward a podcast forward experience you know and so they're right. they're meant to play like big long shows they're meant to play the latest episode and then work their way back uh if you you know queue up the next one they're not really meant to play like an album you know with like 7 to 10 tracks that are all two to five minutes or whatever. Like it's just not a music forward experience. And so I've had this frustration point of like, uh, I got to get something scaffolded out and, and done like that, that does all the same stuff, but it just returns all of the feeds that have a music, uh, medium set yeah. in their, in their medium tag and plays them. So as far as I know, I mean, so the only thing right now that services music, um, explicitly is curiocaster.com and in the little curio cabinet tab you can click on the music tab and it will go and get 
all of the music feeds. That's cool. And I'm seeing Lucky 13. I'm seeing 13 feeds right now. So there's 13 feeds in the world that are value-enabled for, for, for albums. And so I've spent the last, I don't know, uh, ever since, you know, spent since Christmas Eve and really before that, telling artists like, yo, you can do this uh, album publishing on, on 2.0. I've, I've been talking to Bitcoin people. I go to Bitcoin meetups locally now. And uh, I still have yet to like get another artist to, to put out. Um, now, there was somebody that listened to uh, Ablecraft and uh, he's a professor uh, out in, um, gosh, now I'm going to mess up where he's from. He's in the Rust Belt. I want to say Ohio. But he put out like four or five albums, so he's got like almost half of the albums in there <laughs> with some just stuff that he had. But this is the perfect medium for artists who already have albums. You've already got the artwork and the MP3s like laying around. Totally. Like you could just add them to this and get uh, this kind of passive uh, boosting stream, you know? Yeah, it's, it's I mean, we're as they say on uh, social media we're so early bro so early bro but like it's true like that's such an awesome idea and it makes absolutely perfect sense like like that's happening with or without you you know what i mean like that that that's that's very very cool um are you trying to design the app yourself yeah well there's like a cohort of just like ragtag volunteers as well and uh i would say probably chief among them uh steven bell has been working with us who developed curiocaster that's so it's cool. just kind of like uh there's this initial hump in development of like getting the, st- the sticks in the tent yeah up, up you know the first I, thing I, I can only imagine setting yeah. up that development environment and then like scaffolding out like the first thing it's like once once we get a frame out that can just return search results and you know put them in the ui then we can start adding each little component and each little piece. But I think like there's just, for me, the biggest uh, roadblock so far has been if you, if you get with developers, there's this tower of Babel effect <laughs> where it's like, all right, I come to the table and I know uh, primarily how to make uh, either static apps, uh, M- MVC apps on uh, the .NET framework or uh most of it, uh, most of my experience and where I really like have done like the Able and the Wolf site and other sites is just React with Create React app. Um, and then other guys are like, uh, for instance, Steven, he he developed this in Svelte, which I really like. I think it's like a more elegant JavaScript framework and how it's laid out. But it's just like, I always feel like when you do a new project and then you're like collaborating with other people, you have to kind of figure out what works for everybody and, and decide like, what are we going to write it in? Like, what's the stack? And that just becomes mm. this kind of tower of Babel situation where everybody <laughs> has got their like, favorite language. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's, it's like one of these scenarios where people are like, well, you know, my stack has its problems, but your stack fucking sucks. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> kind of like the universal thing. It's not quite like that, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, that's hilarious. I, I've never put together like a team to do something like that before. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> me neither, but I, I'm just trying. That's I'm just awesome. Slamming dude. my head into this brick wall until it uh, eventually falls. That's 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 how it works. You're uh, you're a uh, a Steve Jobs. No, 
You're not fucking even. just going for it. Not even. <laughs> no, I'm just this dude in a basement, man. <laughs> well, that's how the, that's how the the good stuff always starts. See, Steve, he was in his parents' garage. I'm in like my own basement, <laughs> man. Like, <laughs> it's an upgrade. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, cool. man. That's if you want, cool. if uh, if you ever get some music that you want to throw out on an album, man, just let me know. I'm like, yeah, that's I love very to. Cool. Uh, on this last episode of of podcasting 2.0, they talked about uh, value for value consulting, and everybody should just be like doing that and saying they do that, and and that's, that's like so fun. right when I heard that, I'm like, yep, I changed my avi right away <laughs> to <laughs> my little bio on uh, both the Macedons. Just be like, yep. Uh, that's what I do. I'm a value fa- value for value consultant. So seriously, you know, if you need any consulting, that's uh, officially who knows? launched. Maybe you know you'll be setting up like legit bands with this down the road. Yeah, like, that's what that's if, the like. If you got a like a product, sounds like you're on your way to it, and then you know it's just a matter of going to a show and meeting somebody and all that. And this is the funnest it's part. All possible, baby. The funnest part is talking to people about uh value for value in general and just like how broken brained most people get about it like if you're not (laughs) in that kind of culture and i think especially important if you haven't participated in it like if you've never yourself sent value to some other program or content that you get value out of like if you've never done it if you've never been on the sending side you will never understand how the receiving side works like you'll never understand the feelings and the investment and all of that that comes along with actually returning the value you've received and what it means to like the reciprocal nature of it you know totally totally There's it is just, it is awesome to like dude just you hear it, i like the idea that they know the exact minute i sent like a boost yeah right like that is so cool i mean that alone is like gold for a creator it's instant feedback about what people actually like genius yes exactly no, there's so much, and and you mentioned to us being early, like the the programmable money aspect of it. I never really Bitcoin for me, and we kind of talked about this uh, a couple mm. of times. But Bitcoin for me, it, when I very first got a hold of any of it, it was I just did degenerate online poker gambling with it, and that was it. <laughs> and I never really wrapped my head around this idea of value for value, or this idea about programmable money. Which, uh, it's a medium for both until yeah. the podcasting 2.0 thing, like made me wake up, made me build a node and run one, made me like actually dig into why Bitcoin, uh, it just like it really motivated me and gave me a purpose or a reason for this, you know? Totally. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. I'm trying to think of like a mainstream person who uh, kind of gets this, concept and the 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 thing i'm coming up with is when uh louis ck self-released his special on his website like yeah early on like the the more the more people start to realize that they they don't need like third-party scumbags taking 10 percent, 20 percent, 30 percent like this like it, it, the sky's the limit like it, it's it you know it's coming because it it makes sense. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just, we're like in the Netscape age of this thing. Yeah. And, um, like even like, like, uh, like people who make like indie games at like itch.io, yeah. everyone's going to have their own like value for value button. And you get, you know, you send them the, the, uh, you, you send them to your own website or where, or however you want to do it. But like, 
the the fact that it's going to become so simple to just have a direct a direct connection with your audience and send value back and forth that way is it's just it's going to be insanely awesome. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. That's a great way to put it. Like, man, it's just, it's crazy how everything, everything has a middleman who takes a cut, like throughout all, all industry, all commerce. It's just like, there's always some guy doing nothing, getting some of your money. Right. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So it's just like the fact that you're like building something where that's not the case is revolutionary on its own. And it's, it's just a matter of time before it hits critical mass. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. It's um, also like I don't I mean to cut you off. I no, just no. want to say it's also like super exciting like like the 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 thing everyone like the like shit coiners are always like, "Oh, the, the Bitcoin doesn't do anything. It's just <laughs> it doesn't do anything." It's like, "No, dude, like the apps that do the thing are going to use Bitcoin in the same way like you're saying, like the way you know you can set up your your album on this specifically for music like podcasting app like like that's that's what it is it's the value the bitcoin is the value that makes the the product worth using basically it's like it's 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 just money and that's awesome and it's uh, separated from the government and yeah. every scumbag that uh, usually gets a piece of it yeah it's just like you can opt out of this uh total system of control and like yeah. uh, you gotta ask pretty please and prove you're a good boy and all this bullshit you know like, totally it's uh, it's the most exciting thing i've ever seen in my entire life straight up like like i i'm like a little homeschooled nerd taught myself html <laughs> i loved all that stuff and like Hell it yeah. feels like those magical days again it's just like holy no shit. doubt yeah possibility it, is sky high there's it's a, so cool it's like a new wild west frontier 100 percent in the digital world for sure uh i had a couple boosts come in uh 3333 is what you heard just now from servo who says nice. uh he's boosting from simple elegant powerful software he's using that boost cli and uh, you can just run a CLI, uh, it's a Python script, you just set the feed where you're going, and you boost the amount, and that's it. It's just from directly from your node, so you don't have to, like, um, you know, load an app on any kind of app store or whatever else uh, awesome. you can just do. Do it straight from Boost CLI. Very uh, cool. Right on your node. And then I saw also BoostBot reporting uh, in the No Agenda chat that there was a boost that came in from Cotton Gin. Which means uh must have had a split fail or something. But uh I do wanna thank him. He said thirty three three thirty three. That's five threes. Whoa. Um coming Baller. in. He, and he says uh This guy's a Satoshi billionaire, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> he says uh no message. No message, just big boost. So we appreciate you, man. Very cool. Appreciate you. Oh, there's another. Boost me pooty please, mommy government. <laughs> says Blueberry. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Booberry. Oh, yes. Also, uh, <laughs> boosting from that Boost CLI, that underground shit. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you can boost just using Python. You gotta Dude. love that shit. Exciting times, man. Yeah. Don't let, don't let this bear market get you down, baby. No, I love the bear. I love the bear know, because dude. it just gets morons out of there and uh, exposes grifters so hard. Like, you can't totally. grift in a bear. 
(laughs) You know, like you can't fucking, it's so hard to inflate pyramid schemes and fucking rug people during a bear. Uh, It's really fucking easy to do in a bull. Yeah, 100%. That's way easy. Because like you you don't have to be a a genius to make your picks. You can rug anything and like turn any (laughs) shit coin into Bitcoin during like the run and you're just fine. Uh, God. Yeah, a lot, and then, of, a lot of scumbags in the world. That's a, for sure. And then a bear, you know, all your leverage doesn't mean shit all of the sudden. So, like, I I don't know. For me personally, like, I I think the environment is a lot healthier during bears, just because you it's it's like a it's like an immune system response or something, man. Totally, yeah, it's true. And like, you could feel it too when like when we were in the sixties and everyone's like screaming, it's just, it just was just nonstop noise. Mm-hmm. Now it's like got so quiet. It's yeah. just like people are just stacking and doing their thing. I like, like you uh, say, no, no, uh, just removal of loudmouth scumbags. Yes. No, definitely. And, uh, <laughs> scumbags get wrecked says Abel Kirby on the Instagram. <laughs> Love that. Oh, uh, and then he says, get wrecked scumbags, right? Back to back. Thank you. Hell yeah. Baby. He's, uh... If you like that boost, wait till you see what happens next. <laughs> Double boost, and I love it. I love these apps, too. Like, you could tell they're new, because sometimes you boost from one, and you're like, did it go through? I'm not sure if it went through. And like, <laughs> yeah, totally. Before you, like, can actually confirm it did, you just like, fuck it, I'll send another one. And, <laughs> um, we get that. And I'm not sure, like, uh, Cotton Gin, he says, Tor minus minus. Out of Curio Caster. <laughs> I agree. Tor's been a big fat pain in my dick, but uh <laughs> what can I say? I'm not sure. I don't sure what the hell what the hell's going on there. Um what how uh I wanted to ask how far you've gone in the uh value for value rabbit hole on your own show, like setting things up or getting plugged in. I uh I basically have a donation page kinda like how uh how um what do you call it? Uh, no agenda does. Uh, and I just have a bunch of options there. I now have, I thought I had uh, value for value set up properly, but I did not. And then once you got me on the Albi, I test boosted myself and it worked. So nice. that's now, now cool. working. Yeah. Thanks to you. Well, so uh, I will be uh, pushing that uh, more for sure. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, I noticed uh, over on podcastindex.org, you know, you can always like listen to shows there ever since its uh, inception, yeah. but now there's full Albi integration into that thing. So Ooh. if you have, now that you have Albi, check out podcastindex.org and like search for your own show and search for other shows. And if you have the Albi enabled, then uh, there's a field to type your boostagram in and the send and your name, you know, sender's name, and you can set ah. a sat value and then boost it directly out of your Albi wallet, which is really tight. Very cool. Just like yeah, another awesome. another way to do it. And I understand uh, Stephen B also came up with that part, so he's just like does not rest. Dude, that's like this is very very cool, and it makes sense that this is how it would work, you know? Yeah, that's the that's the big part of it, like. All of these down uh, fellas that are like just use the word decentralization, but then they're like <laughs> talking about on a chain that like a core team of devs can like pause if anything goes wrong yeah, and refork and shit. reset and all these kind of all this kind of really centralized rules uh, for how the software operates. 
This is yeah. this is kind of the beauty of the whole ecosystem too, because you know the API was set up and Podcast Index like Dave put together the API and then uh, just just kind of a open source team around it via the GitHub has been working on it ever since. And then all these apps like they're just popping up in this ecosystem. They're not like you know all top down controlled by one protocol or whatever. Like the reason that. And I, there's a lot of people that asked, like, why Bitcoin? Why can't I jam Monero in there or ETH or, you know, anything else that you might want, which uh, I'm, I'm not, don't tell, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not a kind of a purist of what other people want to yeah, use yeah, and no. send around or anything. Like, I don't really, it's just not going to bother me or, like, give me a low opinion of you if you use some other coin that you, like, find value in. But right. the reason that Bitcoin works uh, for this per, in particular is because all of the tools were there. The Lightning Network was there to build on top of it. And there's nothing stopping any of these other coins from integration necessarily, right. except for nobody has jammed it in. And nobody's jammed it in with the other ones because you can't just make it fucking exclusively that, you know? So, um, I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I'm there with you. Like, I don't, I don't like get mad at, people who are interested in other stuff like oh, a lot of like bitcoin people on twitter yeah uh get but like i i do see where it's like you feel bad if it's like dude just just do bitcoin man please yeah, definitely. like you're, it's it's so much like just the fact that there is nobody like you say there's no top down no one composite no one can call time and do a reset like dude i don't trust vitalik buterin with anything uh dude i don't know about that dude right like maybe maybe he's a good dude maybe he's not but the fact that i don't have to worry about that is what's awesome about bitcoin definitely yeah it doesn't matter like there can be it's like there scumbags be, use it cool people use it yep. doesn't matter exactly and the only thing that matters is that you use it also yeah, and yeah, you, exactly. uh, especially when you operate a node and contribute to you know the verification you can, on your own machine, uh, verify for yourself that every transaction that has ever taken place in Bitcoin is legit. Yeah, it's just so it's just so cool. I can't believe that it's real, even you know, like I can't believe that it's gotten to a point where, like that it that it survived the evilness of the real world, you know, like survived governments trying to destroy it because they just didn't take it seriously until too late. Like mm -hmm. it's just, a, it's like a, it's a manna from heaven, baby. No Satoshi doubt. is Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, those three bowling balls coming through was cotton gin. He, uh, got the bowl, the, the bowling balls to smack. So <laughs> he got his three thirty three in one, 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 one at a time. Uh, Hell yeah. I should say a total of 33333. So thank you, Cotton Gin, for your persistence. <laughs> that's, uh, that's another part of this game, man. You just got to keep going until you get there. Like, sometimes it's not so clear as to, like, what happens. And it's really frustrating. Uh, we, we call them boomers, and they can be of any age, you know? Yeah. These <laughs> yeah, people totally. who, they download an app, or they get a node in a social account, or they do whatever, and then they're like... Yeah, the, the and, and fix it for me. It doesn't. How? It doesn't do this. It doesn't look <laughs> like that. Uh, I cannot email support. Uh, and it's like, well, you know, there's this trade-off of autonomy and freedom coming with a little bit of like 
personal responsibility and like the the need to maybe do some research and and break shit and go oh no and then <laughs> fix it you know like that's 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 how I've learned most of the stuff that I know with like nodes and channels and stuff is like hundred percent things going to fuck down things not working and then you've got to make it work you know and like it's crunch time and the show's about to go and you got to be like well fuck i gotta make this work we, yeah we did a bulls with buds with dave jones and it was the first live item show like we just we kind of had the play pu- most of the pieces in place for a little bit uh the one thing that was missing was we had to kind of do a rogue feed because we're with uh Podbean for not very much longer we're gonna switch off of that probably in the next month but uh, Podbean doesn't have any kind of podcast 2.0 integration. So if you want to use those tags, uh, you've got to just put it in uh, some kind of other feed and like have a separate feed that's like your own custom feed that you just update. That's what I do. I just throw it in VS Code gotcha. and just add the tags to it. It's like a hand-hacked version of Podbean's feed, which, by the way, is a nightmare, but that's another story. Um, and, yeah, we just... W- we kind of, I talked with uh, the guy who ran our stream at the time, uh, um, no debit, and made some, you know, back message uh, channels. Can we test some stuff? And uh, things were coming through. Steven uh, Bell of CurioCaster, I was like, do you have the live support thing going on? And he was like, yeah, it's, you know, for him, he just like hand-hacked it into his own code base there too. And he was just <laughs> like, go, if you just put the, if you just put the live in your RSS feed, like it'll work. And so we just like one day, you know, we were having Dave Jones on. So we're like, let's just launch this thing. Let's just try it. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's so cool. And it was like, it just worked, you know? Yeah. Like, that's amazing. That's also speaks to the, to like every fucking little kid should learn some kind of like simple programming or something. Like I wish I'm 37 years old and I'm just starting to finally like make myself learn some stuff because I want to make my, you know, drawings move around on a computer basically. Yes. And it's like, imagine if someone said, no, Micah, you're being lazy. It's, I know it's hard, but you need to understand. So uh, get back to trying to learn programming. When I gave up when I was 12 years old, (laughs) right? like, like the the fact that we all work with these machines and that if you know simple stuff you can make them do things for you and nobody fucking knows how so sad i know yeah they they call uh millennials like digital natives and like that they're so tech oriented or they're like yeah, tech geniuses like digital consumers they, they're not it's just like they know how to eat yeah. like yeah. like digital food is what they know how to do yeah we can push buttons exactly tap on apps that's uh the extent of it i've had a a lot of fun because when i do prep for my classwork i do it for lorian in a a, like a separate virtual meeting and so i've been teaching her like a bunch of different stuff and she's picking up on it quick like um quicker than my my average students i can tell you (laughs) yeah i'm a lucky lady she's (laughs) sharp yeah Got it. You got it. You got your own uh, coding teacher. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In house. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. That's just like such a powerful skill. Very admirable. Yeah. And now our plan is to pass it down with a uh, homeschooling to the little ones. Oh hell yeah. Like, oh hell yeah. No, you can't have a uh, tablet we're not doing that like you can build one maybe <laughs> here's a here's a linux box it's running ubuntu like type some commands in 
Dude, that's so cool. I mean, that's nothing but helpful. It's like even if they like like grow up and they don't like necessarily use it, it's just like that is just a sh- it just creates like a self-reliance and resilience, I imagine. Yeah. Like just being able to understand that you can do these things. From the moment I started teaching it, well, actually really from when I learned it cuz I went to this boot camp too that I work at now and uh, this uh career program and it's like an accelerated program. They just teach you like the full stack and they start from the basics. So you don't, there's no prerequisite knowledge at all coming into the course. And some people have like frighteningly little, but (laughs) they, uh, you know, they're all forced to like learn it and get over that hump. But ever since I've thought that CLI and just your basic variables, assignments, looping and branching should be taught. And like, you could jam these into a math course easily. Like you wouldn't yeah. have to, you know, you can combine some math with some typing into just a very basic looping and branching program. You know, it wouldn't, wouldn't people act like it's so difficult or so like, <laughs> um, big brained just to do a few lines of like an if then branch or like a for loop. And it's like, right. No, this, this could be taught easily to elementary age children. They have, us, so, yeah, they have us for exactly. 13 fucking years, and what do they <laughs> yeah. teach us, you know? Uh, yeah, it's 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 wild. I mean, like, it, I, I, I get why people think it's so difficult, because, like, if you're just coming at it, like, with no knowledge, it right. looks so intimidating and confusing. It's that exposure like, thing, I think. Yeah, but it's like, if you break it down, and like you're saying, in those small chunks and do it when they're young, it's like, dude, people could be... People could uh, help themselves out a lot in the oh, future. Oh, we would be so much more like self-reliant as a culture, I think. Yeah. Just like being able to make your own, like build your own digital product that you want to do the, what you want it to do in the way you want it to work. It's yeah. like, that's so, so, so powerful. Yeah. And you don't have to like whine and do like a two-star Apple app review <laughs> on something and say, oh, I used to use this every day and it broke and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah you can automate your own shit it's fantastic uh this is true this is true catch up on some of these in helipad 1010 from c dubs he says boosting from podcast index so he's on that albie wallet kick straight oh, from the shit. podcast index site look at that That's um, so cool 8888 from abel kirby who's uh who says satoshi died for our sins may he live forever in our mempool <laughs> Uh, and then we got a 69, 69, 69, 69 dudes. from Booberry, who says, stream these sats for it is my blood, boost me, bitch, for it is my flesh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so says the podfather. Boost me, bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, sacrilegious. Okay, sacrilegious on the Lord's Day. How dare you, bowlers. <laughs> How dare you, bowlers? It's so good. It's all good. I, you know, as the as the person person with the Christian name here, I forgive. I forgive all. There we go, everybody. Yeah, Micah, not Mika. Let's let's be clear here. <laughs> they do it every time on that show. <laughs> I feel so bad for the other Micahs. I'm like, God, you got to just tell them straight up. That's I was like dead set when I donated to like put my pronunciation in. Micah. I mean, it's not. I don't know. It's not an uncommon name. It's not like a. It's more popular than ever, actually. There's like a, an army of like three year old Micahs now. Nice. Like, fucking, <laughs> fucking posers. Uh, 
That's funny. Yes, Mika is a girl's name, as far as I know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so, come on. Like you say, Mika Brzezinski. Come on, it's, yeah, like <laughs> Mika Brzezinski. That's the only one I know for sure. Maybe they got yeah. Mika on the mind. You know, could be. Could Looking be at all the Mika vids, ha- Mika clips. Ha- ha- hard to escape. And we are the have the truth. <laughs> we are the arbiters of truth. Me and Morning Joe. <laughs> God. Oh, jeez. Absolute terrible shit. Uh huh. Yeah. So, um, I have a note written down here. If you do want to like catch up on the TLDR of that uh, Abel and the Wolf project, Kyron Down, uh, the Australian podcaster, um. It just did a value for value episode on Abelcraft slash Abel and the Wolf. So, like, uh, he Ooh. talked a little bit about our um, show that was sort of a companion. It became like a companion to the album. Uh, basically, what we did was uh, I'm looking at it right now on uh, Podcast Index. Nice, this is cool. Yeah, that, um, he kind of recaps. Ooh, every it song really has well. its uh, every song has its own cool image. Yes, that was one of the big uh, things. It's like we a million to album do. covers for one album. That's awesome. We wanted to like. I'm gonna listen to this later, and I'll boost you. Tight. Yeah, we wanted to just show like. Uh, I appreciate that, by the way. We wanted to yeah, show how you can just split it up yourself programmatically. So like. We didn't like this, dude. How how is this like? This is like better than fucking Bandcamp. This is better than all that shit. Like, Thank this you, is bitch. So cool. Yeah, thank you. No, the the whole point is like you know we got we commissioned artists to do either, every track, and the artists that did the artwork get ten percent of every boost to the song that they did. That's genius. The uh, the, so the you're art like, for. You're like teaching people how it can work in yeah. the actual thing. Yeah, you could do so it for cool. like a vocal soloist who only appears on one track. You could do the outer album split, split up by the band, and then like give people a a split specifically on you know track by track. Dude, this is the future of everything. Like like the like a feed of your whatever your media product is, and like and yes. being able to receive boosting like. Like you could release video games on this, you could release yep. TV on this, you could do anything. It's so fucking cool. Totally, yeah. Audiobooks, uh, digital books. I think that any yeah. any digital content, because that's the beauty about digital content. You know, we make a lot of it, and once you make it, and then you hit publish, then it's sitting there on a server facing the internet, and so there's no additional cost. Well, you know, you could argue that like you got to pay for server space over time. Okay, so there's like negligible digital costs right? Uh, to replicate that an infinite amount of times for an infinite amount of time. It's available forever as many times yeah. as people download it. So that's why value for value, I think, works so well with digital content because then you're not, you don't jam yourself into this situation where you have a floor and a ceiling scrunching you down and you've, you say, all right, well, I want to paywall right behind my content so like i gotta chase people down who don't pay so i gotta chase people (laughs) down who aren't interested in paying me but are interested in listening to my shit right like why am i spending my time doing that and then on the other side the people that are interested in it and find enough value in it to return that value you're saying all right well this much is all you can pay right it's just so limiting, and that's what the Patreons have to offer, and that's what these like tiny paywall yep. guys have to offer, which 
you know, it's 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 an interesting theory and a good idea. I think uh, there's some sort of a niche use case for like little snippets or like how tos, like uh, right. or tutorials maybe to put behind like a tiny paywall. But the beauty about value for value is you still don't limit yourself. I think that even outperforms the niche cases where tiny paywalls do work. I think value for value still works better in all of them because you don't know what you put out a tutorial and then you limit your price to a certain price. And then maybe this person comes back and uses it again and uses again and they could pay you again, you know? Right. We always said from the start of our project, like for me, Pink Floyd animals, that's like my favorite album has been since like I was in high school. I've loved it for over, you know, half my life. And I bought it one time at a used record store. So I've never given Pink Floyd the band a dime. Right. For the <laughs> for the album that means the most to me. Right. Yeah. If they were value enabled, I could boost them every time I, I heard it. I could go back just thinking about it and be like, dude, I was just thinking about dogs and uh you know it just fucking got me realizing how much value i got out of this and i'm sending you another boost you know there's no limit over time or over amount damn that is so cool you're giving me a flashback to uh when i was a little kid my parents were like super strict about music like like no no worldly music but you know obviously they were uh they listened to shit when they were kids sure and my dad uh had a um uh pink floyd cassette tape the wall uh um and uh that was like the first like non-christian music i heard i ran into the car (laughs) turned it on listened to pink floyd and was blown away going from like church praise music to fucking pink floyd (laughs) it's like such a mind fuck that is so goddamn crazy dude (laughs) because i was the same way and we got like walkman's uh for christmas when i was maybe 11 or 12 or something and we got like you know like dc talk and veggie (laughs) tales and uh dc talk uh, petra the wow uh greatest hits of worship songs and all that kind of stuff you know (laughs) jars of clay jars of clay fucking a we got uh (laughs) the closest i got to secular music was creed because at that time they had snuck into christian bookstores for some weird reason oh that's so and they were like oh well we're christians but we're not a christian band but are we christian and then scott staff was like i don't even know if there is a god really like i don't know for sure (laughs) and then everyone was like no no get him out of here go no you can't listen no like he said it at some kind of fucking interview offhand and it was just like a big ass controversy or whatever but that's so funny like creed has a special place in my heart because it was kind of the first piece but then my dad one day he brought me home uh three albums he brought me home uh pink floyd animals he brought me home pink floyd wish you were here and he brought me home uh a Bob Marley uh, greatest hits album for fucking whatever reason. Like I have no <laughs> idea why. Like I don't know. My dad is not like a big Bob guy, um, but he was just like, yeah, here's some music I had at work, and he had them on burn CDs, and I was just like, yeah. And that kind of <laughs> expanded my whole. Uh... But yeah, Pink Floyd. That was like my first real exit too from the bubble of of Christian music. Yeah, my uh, once they got us the internet. Uh, that that shit was over. Yep. I was like, I was oh, just yeah. like, oh man, there's so much cool shit in the world. Yeah, I was burning mad CDs. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I had uh, the Eminem show it was like one of my favorite albums to play back in that time. 
<laughs> but I knew that I would get absolutely raked over the coals if my parents ever found out I had an Eminem CD at all. So I totally I had a, a CD. It was just a blank CD. It had like the gold tops with no label or nothing on it, like no words. And I just made a single Sharpie line on it. <laughs> and that's how I knew that was the one. And oh my God, I played that shit all the time. <laughs> that's so funny. Hell yeah. I was, uh, what was I get? I, I like just ended up getting a, like every single piece of Led Zeppelin I could find. I was super into Led Zeppelin. Um, they were big. I was just like, just going through and like grabbing singles of stuff off Kazaa. <laughs> like, yeah. Like in the old days. God. Yeah. Once my dad found out I really hit on the, uh, Floyd, then he brought me back, uh, Dark Side of, of the Moon and The Wall. There you go. Like later nice. on, which are like the biggest two, but just animals for whatever reason, man. That's like the one that. That's the one. That's cool. I think it's the, like, it just, I can go back to it anytime. There's no bad time for it, you know? Totally. Yeah. Did your parents end up like easing up on that stuff? Like, yeah. over time? Yeah. Well, same. the thing was like, I went to, I went back to public high school my freshman year. Mm. And so that was kind of like, uh, I don't know. There was just less control over everything in general, right. so. Yeah, that makes sense. Then it was back to, uh, I don't know. Back into your worldly ways. Yeah, I kind of got, like, uh, corrupted, I guess. <laughs> Although, I'm, I don't know, I'm grateful for, like, the bubble of shelter that I got, because I probably, like, if I would have gone to public <laughs> junior high, man, I probably would have wound up in jail. Yeah, there is something to, like, being raised apart and then being, really like, rumspringed into it, you know? yeah. There, there, there's something to that that is definitely not negative. I would say, dude, you you got to learn a lot in a short amount of time. Like when I showed up freshman year to band camp, because by some sort of mercy, mercy of the Lord, uh, I signed up for band, and then band camp was like two weeks before school. You did band once a day every day, right? And I showed up to the first day of band camp with like I still had the tight buzz cut. I had. <laughs> like enormous round glasses. I had like socks up to my calves. I wore tidy whities still. I had like jorts with no cutoff, no nothing, just like above the knee jorts. That's and great. I showed up and I was like, oh fuck, nobody looks like this. <laughs> and I just was wearing the same stuff I was wearing when I left in third grade, you know? Like I didn't know nothing. That's so I didn't funny. know like there was this kind of like like bottom line cool factor where you at least had to live at least here, you know, yeah, to, totally. to just to avoid attention, <laughs> just to blend in. You've got to be at least this cool, you know, That's like, so you, funny. Don't, you don't have to be like the snazziest, but like just some of the shit. So like I used to roll my crew socks down all the way to my toe. So they look like ankle socks. And <laughs> there's like a few like immediate uh, remedies. That's so funny. Yeah. I, I had a similar experience just like, People giving you looks for your weird ass clothes and realizing, yeah, that you're the odd man out. Yeah, Although, like, like I, I had like, I got lucky in that I met a few people in my town before I ended up going to the high school. So I had like a built in, like unit of friends. Yeah, which was nice. Who you know didn't make fun of me for the way I dressed <laughs> or whatever. But there were plenty of people yeah. who did. I yeah, had yeah. Uh, scouts and and youth group so. Oh, gotcha. It was yeah. kind of like, you know. Totally. And when did you start homeschool, Spence? Uh, fourth grade. So it was just five-year chunk. Huh. So, like, I went public kindergarten through third grade. 
But my sister's two years younger than me, also started homeschooling at the same time. So she only went through first grade. Mm. She got an extra two years in the bubble. <laughs> in the Christian bubble. Yeah. But, yeah, you know. I was, I was uh, born into it. It's pros but... and cons, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I liked both, I guess. I, I, liked, I liked that homeschooling made me kind of, it was kind of on me to do the work to pass the test kind yeah. of like my mom obviously didn't know, wasn't a teacher of every single subject. Right. You know, it was just like, it was kind of like a college feeling of just like, here's the book, sure. read the information and be able to tell me the correct answer. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, turns out like uh teachers aren't fucking experts out there either. You know, you get yeah. back to school. Like when I went yeah. back to school, uh, I sat down with a guidance counselor and they went through my shit and there was basically just only like when you were a freshman at my high school, the class schedule was just laid out. There wasn't any electives yet. You know, it's just like you have Mm. to take all of this shit except for they asked me, uh, should you take, uh, would you like to take, uh, algebra a or algebra one? And I said, well, what's the difference between the two? A reasonable question. (laughs) not having known what the fuck that means. Uh, And my guidance counselor's response to that question was, well, if you don't know the difference, we'll just put you in algebra A. What? And I thought, hmm, okay. Because I didn't know what the fuck the difference was, you know? So I was like, all right. So then the first day I'm sitting in algebra A and the teacher's like reading the rubric. Well, first I'm sitting and I'm looking around and I'm like, wow, this is like an exceptionally fucked up group of kids around here, you know? (laughs) Because... Because I was still plugged into the whole community, you know, it was a small town and I had gone to public school there first through third grade. So I knew all these kids still. And I was like, wow, this is like, like I just rolled the dice of the fuck ups here or something. You know what I mean? Like I was like, like, you know, looking around for like kind of any academic peers and I was like not seeing any really. And, uh, but I was like, huh, you know, coincidence, whatever. I don't know. And then the teacher is like, yeah, so this is Algebra A. This a whole year counts for a half credit. And I was like, a, a, a whole what counts for a huh? And they were like, yeah, so like if you take Algebra A, that's like the first half of Algebra 1 in Algebra A. And the next year you'll take Algebra B, which is the second half of Algebra 1. And I was like, Whoa. I'm in the wrong motherfucking class, dude. <laughs> and I hauled my ass down to my guidance counselor. And I was like... Hey, why didn't you fucking explain to me the difference between one and a when I ask? This is like absurd. You know, you put me in the fucking remedial. You put me in remedial math without telling me what the fucking difference was. Like, do, I mean, I know I look like a fucking idiot, but there's there's something going on behind these eyes, dude. I tell you, that's hilarious. Yeah, that was like, that just kind of was like my first intro, welcome back to the public school system and everybody's a fucking moron. And and that's why they assume that you are too, because you're just like, (laughs) oh, you're not one like me. (laughs) (laughs) The homeschool freak is here. Oh, great. He's been homeschooled for five years, probably doesn't know shit from his own ass. (laughs) Let's just, uh, if he doesn't know the difference, we got to put him in A. Like what a bitch, dude. She could have just yeah, been like, oh, okay, well. Sense. She could have just been like, well, algebra A is remedial, you know, so they just teach half the content of a full year in the, you know. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. Just whole, any yeah. any kind of information. It's for if you're dumb, son. Are you dumb? <laughs> 
I guess if you don't know fucking the difference between A and one, then yeah, you're pretty goddamn dumb. <laughs> I learned though. I learned pretty quick. What could I say? That's hilarious. Oh man, New York. How's that? Uh, how's that treating you? I, last time you mentioned that uh, you developed a kinship with uh, our friend Tom Starkweather. Yeah. I've been, uh, he, he, I think he just moved this week, actually. He yeah, moved, I've been uh, seeing that on his sub stack. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's good. I, uh, it's weird because we, uh, like, I, I'm fully remote now from work. So nice. It, it is good. It is good. But I, like, fall into the habit of, like, I should, I should get out more. Like, I live in a, like, a, happening place and i'm in my apartment 24 7 it's a little ridiculous <laughs> but uh <laughs> but uh it's good it's just you know i don't know like the the uh, it, it's getting to a point where it's like does this city want me here you know what i mean yeah like, like that kind of an energy of just like i don't know everyone i talk to is does not think the same way as me it's very depressing it's got to be like a weird kind of uh loneliness in a crowd feeling too you know like there's like yeah it's it's this it's the comedy scene in new york is just like mm. there a lot of the people are just like straight up they the, i think they're just like not informed in general and when you're not informed you just pick a team and then you just root for the team and yeah. you're they root for blue team and if you're if they notice you're not rooting correctly right you are you are not uh cool or whatever it's wild it's just like anything other than um just foam mouthed adorance of uh, adoration of of yes. that, of their team uh, is is that you're working for the, the other, other team, team and against yeah. them and all it's like no, exactly dude, no. it's like, like yeah i, I like it, it dude it's it's bizarre like i i have like multiple people who are like like think I'm like alt right or something because I don't think Nancy Pelosi is awesome. Yeah, like, I know. It's like, it's that's so weird. How how is one related to the other? Like come on people. Yeah. Like like these people aren't your best friends. Why are you acting like it? It's bizarre. Sounds like literal Nazi talk to me. Yeah, it's it's got <laughs> that it's got that energy. It's got that energy. Oh jeez. But uh, there's there are good people here who understand me and accept me for who I am. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's like, dude, like the second you're like questioning any media narrative or just like anything, it's like, what, what do you love Trump? Like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like that's not what I said. Uh, You've known me for many years. Like right. I'm not a, I'm not running around screaming how much I love Trump. I just think that. Things are fucked on this side too. Right. Yeah. So it's like so that that like just general energy is is a bummer. That 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 part of it is and and part of it I think is just social media. Like a lot of it is just like I just I see the way people act on social media who live here and it 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 probably colors my perception more than it is actually real, you know totally. what I mean? Totally. Just because everyone is so psycho on the internet, like even more so than ever, I feel like. Oh man, yeah, I uh, we we've had no Facebook for a while, which is just like the way yeah. to fucking go, man. And yeah, there is a trade off because like people who you've been friends with your entire life and people who are in your family, like they'll just fucking have shit 
and they'll like have events or whatever and then it's just like you won't know yeah you got no fucking idea and then you're the (laughs) asshole for not knowing it's like dude you know i don't have a fucking like i don't have a fucking facebook you have my cell phone number (laughs) yeah, <laughs> like it, it, it rings when you punch it in you know nobody like reaches out directly it's no. true it's very very it's strange like, oh you didn't see my status i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah like yeah, yeah you're correct i didn't see your fucking spa- status god yeah that yeah. that i haven't been on facebook in so long it's 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 nice twitter's the thing for me that is like riles gotcha. me up yeah. like that that's my poison that i should be putting away i i chunked out uh my old like 14 year old or twitter account or whatever the <laughs> fuck old it was 10 years i don't know what it was uh huge blunder on my part because the yeah. podfather had been following me for like seven years on it or something oh shit but, uh, that's you know what awesome. i was like uh I'll just have the bull after bull one and that's it and fucking yeah. fuck the rest of it. And honestly, if there weren't so many Bitcoin people on there, like I'd yeah. probably just not do that too. But like, there's just enough value to keep totally. me hooked up to the nasty. You that's know? what I ended up doing. I ended up making an alternate account and like, I just literally just the extremely live Twitter and yep. I go on there and I follow people who are actually cool. Yeah. And that limits um, my scope too of uh, like how I talk or act on there. You know, it's like, yeah, mainly just as an ambassador of the show and not anything else, you know? Yeah, exactly. I, uh, yeah, I work in media, so it's like, I'm, I'm plugged into like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's like, you gotta be on top of everything and you gotta like, you you gotta follow all the media people. And like, it's that, like, it just fills me with, despair yeah, because you've like, got to deepen your membership into the cult man yeah i mean like it, the media apparatus even stuff that isn't directly related to like you know news propaganda bullshit is a hundred percent infected with all the things that are complained about on yep. no agenda and it just seeps into everything you know i gotta look at slacks that just like make my stomach churn uh. and it's like come on guys please is there anyone who's normal anymore? <laughs> it's just psycho. Yeah. And they're all that's what's so weird about it, dude. Like you can find people who are like towing like the party line in on online and then you'll have like a one-on-one conversation with them and they're totally like, "Oh yeah, I see your point of view. I agree." Totally, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. And then but the second they like get with a different friend who's like more on their like wavelength, like it, it just disappears. Yep. Like it's gone. Mm-hmm. Just like yeah. that, then, then, uh, then you're on the out, out group they or do whatever. That mob mentality on you. Yep. It's so weird and so depressing. Yeah. Because they're in a cult. <laughs> I, it really truly is. And like, but like, they, they can't see it and they think you are. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, that's the thing that it looks like when you're in one that everybody's in one. That's like, that's why it works so well. It's actually quite brilliant. What the, yeah. uh, uh, the people that run the shit have come up with because it, yeah. it's like when everyone is in the cult then it's like no you're the one that's weird now like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how come it's... you don't got no tattoo like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly so yeah that that's the only thing that bums me out here uh, other than that new york is still pretty cool it's just way too expensive mm. and and uh you have to like search out people who are of like mind yeah. because you might not find them otherwise no doubt 
Yeah, there's a lot of that everywhere, I think. Like, the teams yeah. kind of switch, but uh, in general, people are like... Totally. Yeah, that's what, like, bums me out. It's like, when I talk like this, everyone's like, oh, he must be hardcore right wing and is right. bummed he's surrounded by Democrats. It's like, no, man, like... I'm above, not above it, but I'm like over it. I'm like right. over this shit. Yeah. Like I don't, I can't, I can't pretend either team is like going to save my life. Right. And like mm-hmm. is, is right 100% of the time. Like I can't play that game anymore. And people are still just dead set on doing that. Yeah. It's bizarre to me. Totally bizarre to me. It is weird. Yeah. Lorian was the genius in, uh, Cutting that Facebook tie early, she did it. Oh first. yeah, and I never looked back. I yeah. uh, when Good I got my when I got my real estate license, they like coaxed me back in. They were like, "Well, you're gonna want to, you know, you're gonna, <laughs> you gotta sell yourself to all your like that's your CU, that's your circle of influence, your COI. You gotta work, oh you gotta God. work your COI, you know." <laughs> yeah, and I laughed and was like, "What a joke!" But I, you did it. <laughs> I've not. Yeah, you got back in there you gotta, for a minute. You gotta make that shmoney in fiat world. You I know? I. I opened up a fucking real estate. I made it all nice, pretty, clean, polished boy, like nothing my <laughs> old Facebook was at all. And uh, made zero dollars through doing that. Zero <laughs> fucking dollars. Uh, only like, um, only really served to piss me off a couple of other times of like people being unreasonable. And then I was like, you know what? This is stupid. I knew they were wrong <laughs> when they told me this shit. But uh, I listened anyway. <laughs> yeah, no. it's it's hard, man. It's hard to pretend you are something that you aren't. Yes, and it's 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 uh, scary when everyone around you wants you to do that. I know they think that like you hate them because you're just like being you, and yeah. uh, a lot of the people have like <laughs> the same gripe. You know, like they want to be some kind of like weirdo, which yeah. is fine with me. You know. And they yeah, don't realize I, that. They're like, well, I'm weirdo, and you don't acknowledge my weirdness. And I'm like, yeah, I just, like, you're fine. What the fuck? Yeah. We always talk. Like, I've never cut you off or called you an asshole or anything. Like, you've done to me. Yeah, totally. You know? And I'm just fucking trying to mind my own business over here on my side. Like, Totally. You know, I, I did a bit a Bitcoin meetup a couple months ago, and oh, that, yeah? was, that was very cool to just, there's all kinds of different people, all kinds of, like, different backgrounds. And it, like it was, it reminded me of. I've never been to a, a, a no agenda meetup, but it it had that energy the way they describe it of just like people were cool. Like it didn't yep. matter that they, like you disagreed on something. Like people were just down to like connect and be cool with each other. Yeah, uh, I just got to invite more of that in my life. The New York comedy scene is not that, unfortunately. Oh man, yeah, the comedy was already a little bit hee hee when I like tried to play around with it. Like yeah. right back when I was first discovering no agenda, actually. And then, uh, I don't know, since, you know, like even like the improv classes here, if you want to take them, there's all the, and you don't know unless you show up for person in person, how much this really is true. But like, if you try to buy tickets, it's all like, oh, you got to have either a mask or a like <laughs> negative COVID test within three days. And it's like, dude, I don't yeah. do either of those things. So no. Dude, when that was, thank God that is like basically gone now but when that was going down it was like i I don't i don't even want to do anything now like it's just like it's just bizarre like it it, it, i can't i just can't take that shit it's it just makes everything suck doing anything suck it's like really it's just it's like everything feels like going to a doctor's visit i know i'm just trying to eat (laughs) outside of my apartment like please god (laughs) (laughs) It's like, so stupid. It really, truly is. And like, just the fact to see, 
the fact that like <laughs> now that like all these like like the CDC is basically on board with everything No Agenda has been saying from day one, and like like. Like it's just funny to see that like the the follow the science people are like no now they're wrong we need to stick with the old thing we were doing of masking and like like they're just they want to be in that thing yeah it 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 really like, highlights that for them it's not about science and it's no. not about being safe no it's about like being right and being intellectually like superior or morally superior and yes. the other person being wrong. Yes. Which is even more important. Like it's good that they're right, but it's even more important that you're wrong. Correct. Uh, and I just, I can't take that energy. I can't. Yeah. It's exhausting. It's like, I can't be around people like that. No fucking way, man. Unfortunately, there are a lot of people like that here. It just it's... drains your energy and your life <laughs> and your soul, you know, like totally, totally. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, there's a ton of fucking really awesome people here who are who are cool, and I, I love them, and, and and that's what keeps me here. You know what I mean? Like, I have like a circle of cool people yeah, I love hanging tight. out with. But like, it's just weird to be like, again, like the homeschool kid with weird clothes. It's like, yep. you know what I mean? It's just that kind of a feeling sometimes. It bums me out. It's like, God damn it, we could all be friends. We could all get along. <laughs> Come on, guys. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like sorry, uh, you, you got me on a rant there. Oh no, that's that's a uh, that's one of our specialties. <laughs> <laughs> we sit, we sit somebody down to the bowl, and it just all comes out. You know, you just let it's like it all therapy, out. bro. Just let it Gotta all wipe out. Wipe the man. tears from my eyes. Just let it all out, man. <laughs> oh shit. Oh boy. Oh, uh, any uh, I have. My, it's funny. I made a note down. Uh, to ask you if you had any kids, and then you mentioned that right before we started recording. Yeah, I uh, we're we're just getting serious about it, trying to like navigate that whole thing. Yeah, nice. Like uh, being like, oh God, can we afford it in this crazy world? Mm. That's the scary part. But, yeah, but uh, I'm just like, dude, I grew up so fucking broke. Who yep. gives a shit? Let's just do this thing. Like <laughs> the, the answer we'll is out. yeah, I like. The, the anti-kid propaganda will tell you that kids are so fucking expensive, but really, like, kids just reprioritize where your expenses are, and totally. all the numbers they put in from your face is, like, the good slave number, you know? Like, if you're a good slave, then you'll, like, spend <laughs> yeah. that fucking number, but if you're spending, yeah. like, uh, the retarded amount that they cite, these statistics, if you're spending that for your kid, then you're an idiot. Yeah, you know? totally. Like, dude, I, like, you can have a good life on, on bare bones. Like it's, it is, it is funny. And you know what also is freaky is my wife is getting pushed. So like you're talking about anti-kid propaganda. She's like getting like TikTok fear porn about what it's like to give birth. And I'm like, stop watching that shit. Like she's legit scared. Just send her to any like home birth website or watch home birth videos. It's so peaceful and, reassuring like it's what our bodies are made to do that's awesome i'm gonna play this clip for her she's i'm gonna make her listen to you say that (laughs) we've had all three of our kids at home that's awesome i i was a home birth yeah oh look at you man all right see you know it's in your dna (laughs) exactly i'm like telling her i'm like no it's they're just scaring you i think don't listen to this shit going to a hospital is very scary at this point in time 
Yeah. Um, and I've heard, you know, I don't know, some reports of they just take your baby away. They can charge you for skin to skin contact with your Dude, newborn. It's like, huh? That's what, that's literally, she's telling me this shit. She's like, you have to, if they try and take the baby out of the room, you have to follow them. You have to go with them and like make, and make sure our baby doesn't get switched. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah, that's good those advice. Those are real stories though. Yeah, yeah. Just do it at your house. Um, man. I mean, and, if, <laughs> totally. and even if know. not, just having a midwife come with you to ensure yeah, that you're represented and that that shit doesn't happen is definitely a, an, an alternative at least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'll can sell her on a home birth. She's, she's, she's a little normie, but, uh, but I can, <laughs> she's definitely down to like have someone advocate for her. Like, like she's yeah. like got a whole list of like being like, you can't let them do this. You can't let them say that. You can't let them say that. I'm like, okay, all right, mm-hmm. make a list. Yeah. You <laughs> should put those things in writing and bring it with. Yeah, yeah def- for real. Definitely advocacy is like a huge part for sure. Very important. But yeah, yeah. man, uh, I would tell you like the home birth thing is very laid back and there's yeah. always that like, you know, contingency plan in place if if anything horrible goes south. Totally. That you can like get loaded up and be taken somewhere. But uh, you have the kid and then you're in bed, man. Like when Rayla was born, my, our oldest – uh, and I like sent the baby picture out to everybody, like fresh. She's still like you know <laughs> yeah. dripping with the goo Goopy. and shit. <laughs> and uh, everybody's like, "Oh, that's so awesome!" So when are you gonna get her home? And it's like, "We're already <laughs> home, man." Like, Gloria took yeah. four steps to our bed and then just like crashed out in our bed, like right away. Yeah, no that fucking, is cool. No, no IVs, no beeping bullshit, no. People in masks or hazmat suits walking around. Walking, (laughs) some guy coming in with a gunshot wound to the next stall, like all that kind of shit. You know, like, I don't know. Like, hospitals are just very stressful environments. I've never really liked being in any of them. Honestly, you just gave me a flashback. I I was at a a party one time, and um, just speaking of having to go to a hospital, uh, I was at a party one time. Someone made me laugh, and I, like, I threw my head back when I laughed. And right at that moment, someone swung open the front door super oh, hard shit. <laughs> clocked me right in the top of the head with like the turn uh d- like the knob lock thing oof fucking dropped me cold and uh, i had to go like the post of the party basically basically was like all right party's over i'm driving like it to the er oh, so God. he drives he, i'm in like a bushwick er dude and like i no joke literally a body was rolled in gunshot wound they're fucking shocking him trying to get him back to life there's a dude there's a dude in there with a ziploc bag with his hand in it like just gushing blood oh jesus and like this nurse comes up to me he's like what are you here for i was like oh i got bumped in the head at a party and she just started (laughs) laughing at me oh no what the fuck but like dude like you're right like imagine that fucking like it's it's a brooklyn like emergency yeah. situation i'm gonna be rolling my damn pregnant wife in there yeah, like, this then, is a nightmare and you got your new fresh baby and you're like oh yeah. welcome to the world here's <laughs> yeah. how it works it's pretty yeah. fucked up <laughs> thanks for joining us you know? <laughs> keep oh, that man. monkey pox shit away from my newborn oh, dude. dude yeah i have uh nothing but good things to say about home birth but i also will say that like um we did it because of the fears of the hospital, you know, and some people yeah. like fear doing it outside of a hospital, which they would respond yeah, yeah. to that fear by, you know, going yeah. to the hospital. Like, I don't blame people or judge people for where they decide to have their kids, but, um, yeah, like I think people just don't consider the perks and also put like false pros in the hospital where they're not necessarily 
Totally, yeah. I, I've, I've basically accepted we're going to have to do it at a hospital just for my wife's... Uh, like you said, she's she's the total reverse of like the idea of having a baby at uh, home. It's yeah. like the scariest thing she's ever heard. Yeah. It's like, dude, I don't know. Like I, I've mm-hmm. seen it successfully happen, myself included, like totally. eight times. Go. So it's like, come on now. Yep. Yeah, it's very laid back. I think that it kind of affects like uh, the process too. I mean, I don't know. I don't I would feel like imagine. I have a lot of room like, to I speak, but like, I mean, at least the very least, like you're more comfortable in your own home than like a bunch of strangers around you. Like, it, like, like you say, with like beeping, beeping machines and people yelling instructions and shit. Yeah, exactly. You just let the birth roll how it's gonna go. It's like uh, it moves at its own pace. Whereas if you're in a hospital, you're a number. And yeah. I feel like they're always trying to move people in and out and they might try to rush it along. Like, oh, it's not, you're not moving along fast enough. You're not dilating quick enough. Let's give you some pitocin or, you know, <laughs> some injection that's going to yeah. speed things up. And it's like, hey, man, the baby's going to come when the baby's going to come. Yeah. Like, that's the other thing. It's just American, like, healthcare in general is like, just so suspect to me. No doubt. Yeah. They're Especially, not trustworthy. Not at all. Like, these doctors, like, Dude, like they're just selling you pills and like like it's just it's so dark. Like they talk about on No Agenda all the time how we're like one of the few, if not only countries that like sells pills directly on the fucking TV right. to people. It's like it's such a fucking racket and a scam and it's like what are you injecting my wife with? What are you smearing yeah. on my yeah. brand new baby? Like, what is all this stuff? And another thing, the, speaking of No Agenda, they talk about Naomi Wolf a lot, and she wrote a whole book about her horrible birth experience, um, just being pressured into a C-section when she didn't really need Ugh. one. But yeah. that's very much, it's a common story I hear, even among just my friends out here in Missouri. It's like, oh, things weren't moving along, so we thought it was best to just get the baby out make sure the baby was safe. It's like, huh? Yeah. It's just <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. The baby in the womb is pretty goddamn safe. Yeah. <laughs> That's the safest environment. <laughs> like, oh, uh, quick, let's stab this lady and get that baby. <laughs> so know. it'll be safe. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get it out into these germs. Holy crap, man. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 gnarly, man. The whole like everyone's trying to make a buck out here. It's like, come on, I thought you were about healing people. Mm, yeah, no, not so, they not can't so, make so much. much. Right, there's not so much money if people are healthy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, healing is really bad for repeat business. Let's say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good lord. But if we uh, debilitate you with one of our weird, crazy side effects, then uh, <laughs> oh, then we've made a customer for life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that tears it. I'm telling my wife, she's going to eat a, uh, eight the mushrooms and have the baby at yeah. home. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, baby comes with like mushrooms of its own, weren't you saying? It's trippy. Yeah. I'm, I would imagine. I bet your brain's pumping all kinds of crazy chemicals. Yeah, it is. The uh, natural drugs are great. <laughs> the natural <laughs> high of that whole process is insane. Yeah, man, I can only imagine. I had, like, birth visions, and then when the baby was born, there was, like, a moth in my room, and I thought it was talking to me. And, <laughs> <laughs> and like, red eyes, and Spencer's like, the moth does not have red eyes. Like, you're hallucinating. <laughs> but it was all wow. right. Like, I was giggling and having a great time, so. Just your That's standard awesome. kind of brand moth, you know, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
but from having a, good, a straight from, up spiritual experience, it sounds like yeah, That's definitely, cool. definitely. Like the last one around, I had like a tree of life vision kind of thing go on, which was cool. That is awesome. Just meditating like through the discomfort. And that's another thing, too. I feel like uh, there's so much propaganda about like the pain of birth and whatever. Yeah. And it's like, eh. it to me, in my experiences so far, it's just like a severe discomfort where like you can't move your body to get comfortable. But it's not like a pain, like breaking a bone or being stabbed or something. Right. It's and like I'm, maybe I'm akin to being constipated. <laughs> like I had terrible. <laughs> to be fair, can be bad. I gotta take. Yes, yes, yes. I gotta take the biggest shit ever. <laughs> yeah, no. Like I had gas the other day with the like right shoulder pain when you start feeling it in your shoulder. It's yeah. Like, oh oh fuck, man, that's not comfortable. But you know, it's not like <laughs> an emergency situation or anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. This is good to hear. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, if your uh, wife ever wants to talk to someone. Hit me yeah, up. Hit me that's up. awesome. I will. I'm gonna play her this later tonight when she gets home. There you go. Yeah, Lorraine's also a postpartum doula too, so she can oh, give sick. advice yeah. and uh, such. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Helping hands, helping words, whatever you need. <laughs> very cool. My cousin is uh, um, mid midwife, midwifery. Mm. She's studying. Yep. Uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. See, you have support built in right there. That's what I'm trying to tell yeah. her. Yeah. It's cool, too. Like, the people, a lot of people don't know that the midwife part of it is, like, the um, like the medically trained side of things. Like, yeah. So there's, like, doulas as well, and doulas are kind of, like, more of the... the support. Help, the support, support team. Right. <laughs> right. And then um, the midwife really takes care of the medical side of things and also... Um, is trained for all that kind of stuff. So, gotcha. Yeah. Like when I went through my doula class, they were like, "If there's any medical issues, you have to refer your client. You can't give any medical advice because right. I'm not a nurse. I'm not trained in that world." Which makes sense, but yeah, yeah, some people don't know that, and they'll like hire a doula and try to do a home birth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you gotta have the experts. But hey, man, uh, ca- ca- cavemen did it. That's right. Yeah, man. man. There's a wild revolution of just totally unassisted births going on right now. After I saw the scamdemic. I know. I saw some video of a woman like having a kid in the ocean. Did you see that video? No. I, I've seen videos like that for sure. Yeah, it was pretty cool, dude. When I first met Lorian, it was like, oh, uh, I, w- I was like going through my YouTube one day, and it's all these like videos of birth, and I was like. Why is it showing me all these like women giving birth out in the wilderness and stuff? And like Lori just watches videos of birth. On it's YouTube. so reassuring. <laughs> and then she was like, "I want to have a home birth." I don't know. She was like eighteen. I was twenty-one at the time. I was like, all "Oh right. damn, I'm dad." Oh yeah, that's awesome. And then I had friends who attempted home births, and none of them successful. Like they all got scared and went to a hospital. And oh shit. And so I had told Spence, I'm like, I'm apprehensive. You know, like I really want to do this, and I believe it's the way for me because I have serious hospital trauma. Mm. Um, but I was like, but you know, I don't know if I'm the strongest, toughest person or whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it all worked out. So yeah, my mom did it. I have um, I have eight brothers and sisters. Wow. And she uh, she had the bulk of them at home. There was one that was like had a complication. And they ended up having to go to the uh, hospital. But yeah, just about all of them were home births. Nice. nice. Yeah. Based. 
<laughs> yep. Yeah. Super based. Uh, that's cool, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then you got the homeschooling in. That's awesome. I know they were they were all they were all about it back back before it became cool. Before it was cool, you still li- <laughs> uh, relied upon yourself. Yeah, yeah, for for sure. It's part of like that whole opting out we were talking about, like the decentralization of just everyday life. Like, yeah, when the food supply is corrupt and the medical su- supply is corrupt and the government is corrupt and the banks yeah. are corrupt, like all this shit's corrupt. So why like? Why you got to compel me to play along in this thing? Like I'd rather just yeah do I think, what I can with for myself, you know. Totally, I, I I feel like a lot of people kind of inherently know this, but it's like the the idea of it is like scary, and so they're just like they sure. tune tune it out because like you can see people like tune in to these ideas sometimes, and like but like it doesn't stick because mm-hmm. it's like it's just like. I don't know. It's like when you see your true self and you like don't like what you see, so you just like block it out of your head or something. Right. Like, like just like like just seeing how the world is wor- really works for a, just this brief moment and being like, no, I'll I'll continue to just yeah. trust uh, everyone else because the idea of having to deal with that sucks so much. Right. It's 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 interesting. Like, yeah, like like you say, it's just. But having those few experiences growing up where the idea of having to figure it out on your own isn't necessarily as, as scary as it might seem. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's an important lesson. Well, yeah. I think people like kind of project that authority and like, it's like when we're kids and we look around at the adults around us and we go, oh, wow, the adults, like, they know what's going on. Yeah, and We're just totally. kids. What the fuck do we know? And then there's this like weird period where you're like, out on your own in college and you're like kind of an adult and you're on your own for a few years and you're like, wow, like fucking it's not really that different. Is it like, I still don't know what the fuck's going on. Really? Yeah. Um, And then people just kind of project that like, Oh, well they're, they're a doctor. So they know like, and I don't know. Or like, Oh yeah. Do you have a teaching degree? Uh, You don't know how to teach if you don't have a teaching degree. And uh, (laughs) it's like, well, you know, all these people are also like just people too you know yeah it is like everyone's projecting a daddy and mommy out there who are taking care of them yeah just super i mean i get it every like it it, it's certainly a nice thought that like there's people who can just wipe your ass for you yeah it's comforting yeah you're like well uh i'm stupid but they're smart and like (laughs) yeah when in reality these people are sick They don't oh, necessarily boy. have your best interests at heart. You know? This is true. This is very true. Yeah. At least, I don't know. Like, if I fail on my own, then I can, like, learn from my own experiences and it's still, like, my fault. Like, if I fail because I trusted somebody else and they fucking dropped the ball for me and they're a professional, then, like, I don't know. I have, it makes me way madder. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, then I feel like I could have done this shit myself. Like, like uh, <laughs> Like last summer, we had a, the AC go out on a weekend, and I opened the fucking panel up, and there's this capacitor. I've never like fucked with ACs before. It's like the right. first time, but I can see there's this like big ass bubble on the capacitor, and I'm like, oh, that doesn't look so good. So I like go searching around <laughs> for what the fuck that is, and they're like, oh yeah, the most common reason that your air conditioner will go out is because of a bad capacitor. And if you see a bubble on it, then like that's an indication that it's fucked. So 
okay, well, that's where we're at. That makes sense. Kind of was like reassuring. That's the most common problem. Yeah. And so then uh, they're they're telling me, oh well, uh, if if you if we want to come out and fix that, this is like last year in the fucking peak of the summer, right? It was like 95, 96 degrees out. And they're like, yeah, uh, we can do it. We can come service it for like $750 because emergency visit and this shit and that shit. Weekend charge. I'm like, <laughs> like, no, I just need a capacitor actually like this. The, just the start capacitor. Like, can I buy one off your truck? Well, uh, you can't, you know, can't sell you one because one of my techs got to put it on. It's too dangerous. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, I can pull this fucking thing right out of the... Uh, uh, side on the side of my house there's a fuse that i can you know pull out and totally disable the electricity <laughs> i can discharge that <laughs> off of the capacitor which by the way doesn't fucking work as the whole problem so like <laughs> um it's not even strong enough to start my air conditioner right now so like you think it's gonna fucking murder me but all right <laughs> and uh so I was like, you know what, I'll just wait. Waited the two days. Monday morning, the AC supply store opened up, and I bought a new capacitor for $8. Oh, my God. And I put it on my AC, and it fucking worked. <laughs> it's yeah, still working dude. right now. So I don't know. It's just one of those things where most people, I don't know, like some people would be like, oh, thank God, it's only $700. I thought it would be a lot more, you know? Oof. Or like they just take what they can get, and they like, don't even like yeah. look up what... Look, oh, I don't know what a capacitoise is. Uh, <laughs> Some people wouldn't have even looked at the AC. You know, they just oh, the yeah, AC's they don't even want to. Don't even want to unscrew the box. Like yeah. air conditioner is actually an incredibly simple machine. Yeah. You pull it open. Like there's like this fan there and a compressor, uh, and that's pretty much how. That's like pretty much it. It's pretty much all there is to it. It really is so true. Like this goes back to even like the programming thing. It's like you're talking about the same thing, but in just like physical world space of just being able to like look at something and be able to understand it yourself and handle it yourself. Mm -hmm. It's like such a good fucking skill. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, cars don't work that way anymore. You know, if you want to try to work yeah. on your own car, like I think on purpose, I think oh, yeah. purposefully. Most like, definitely. Yeah. Like the fact that you see, did, did you see that, uh, what is it like Mercedes Benz or something is like going to charge a uh, uh, monthly yeah. fee to heat your seats. I did see that. It's like a, so you can subscribe to features your car has built in. All cash, just, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you want the heated seats, that's seven bucks a month. Like what Dude. the fuck you mean to tell me the button is in my car. The, the heating element is in my car. <laughs> I'm turning and starting my car. Literally There's power going to it. my car. It's in my car, but that's a fucking monthly feature like Netflix now. Kiss my fucking ass. Dude, evil. Satanic. Yeah. <laughs> These people are <laughs> fucking out of their minds, dude. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's so fucked up. Like, that's like some World Economic Forum shit. If it's like... <laughs> yeah. Fucking paying a subscription to live and just not knowing how to do anything. Your butt will be cold and you will be happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Klaus, is that you? Get away! <laughs> oh man, there's a war on the plebs, man. There's a Dude, war on the plebs. I wanted to ask truly. about uh, your Pleb Stories series. Because sure. I saw there was like several on there. Uh, yeah. And that our buddy of uh, MMO, uh, John G. Do, also appeared. Yeah, he's great. Um, I was just curious, like, how you came up with the Pleb Stories part of it, and then maybe also to just talk about, like, the origins of Extremely Live in general. Sure. Um, 
So Pleb Stories was just I I'm uh, in uh, the Orange Pill podcast uh, um, Telegram group. Oh yeah, and uh, me too. I, I, That's a big one. Yeah, and there's just a lot of cool like regular people in there. Like yeah. just like they're not influencers. They're not anything other than people who use Bitcoin and like to post memes and shit. Yep. And I was just like, I want to talk to those people because a lot of a lot of Bitcoin content is like i mean i like it all like i I love hearing from you know lynn alden and all these super smart cool people but i'm also interested in just like how are regular people using bitcoin and how they find it and like and that you know being in a city that you know you'd think there would be it just blows me away that there's so many businesses in new york city so many people here i've never seen like a bitcoin sticker on like a business that says like Bitcoin accepted here. So it's like, like the fact that it is a specific type of person who's finding it now before the the masses are, what are these people like? Like who, where are they coming from? Yeah. How, you know what I mean? Like, so I just put out the call to find people to talk to about that. I started with a mod in the, uh, um, orange pill podcast group, Tish, uh, talk to her and then just literally have just been putting out on social media and like that's how I found you shouting it out in uh, my no agenda donation of just trying to find regular people to talk to about Bitcoin just because I, I want to know these people like you're already interesting because you're like like the one a, a one percenter in reverse like you're, yeah you're not a fiat one percenter you're the one percenter who's got bitcoin now when everyone still thinks it's fucking weird um so yeah i want to talk to those people i figured podcast was the way to do it yeah and um i uh you know obviously i uh, you know i have been on the under taking in the kind of the value for value ethos for forever now because of uh, no agenda. And I just figured why, why, why try and like fucking build something on someone else's platform and use their payment processors and all that bullshit and try and get ads and stuff. And right. it's like, I, I work in media. I, I, I want to, you know, make stuff. I'm interested in making content quote unquote or whatever. So I was like, I'm just gonna build my own fucking, <laughs> I'm just gonna build my own fucking website and and do it all myself and do it value for value. And if I never make a penny, who cares? As long as I'm talking to cool people, like that's 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 good enough for me. And so yeah, I I I, I looked up, uh, basically taught myself how to set up a uh, what is it called, Azure Cast, which is like an open source. Everything I'm using is like open source. So like I have like an yep. open source. That's uh, what we're on right now. The Zeracast. Yeah, it's so cool. I just am blown away by how cool it is. But yeah, I I, I kind of hacked together a website, put that together, and I'm using all this cool open like OBS and Mix M I X X X is uh, the audio thing I use, and uh, I just started like <laughs> like my my whole thought was like I'm just gonna start ripping shit i think is good and throwing it up on a live stream and like trying to like get people to hear stuff they're not gonna hear anywhere else nice like like i'm gonna make my own shit but i'm also going to like if something's good and people need to fucking hear it i'm just gonna put it up there and hope hope people find it and i just started i made like a really 
uh, intense uh, uh, imagery uh, for a, a sticker. And I just started putting stickers up all over New York City uh, with a QR code going right to my uh, live stream. And so far, that's the only advertising I've done. Nice. and uh, guerrilla marketing there. Exactly. I got I to gotta get the rest up. I have a bunch sitting right next to me. But it's, uh, it's a pretty funny image. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> it just says vote. But the O is the hole in a guillotine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which is like, it's like, I just wanted a shocking image. And like, if if you are like down for the idea of like laughing about fucking voting to chop the heads off our elites, then <laughs> you're, you're, you're the kind of person who won't be like shocked that, you know, a live stream you listen to has like someone who might not completely hate someone who's on the right or something. You know what right, I mean? Like, yeah. It's like you're at least like you you you've passed the test of wanting to see what that image represents. <laughs> you've passed so, the edge test. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's so that's how I've been just that's kind of my thought process. I don't know, you know, I I don't know. Like I'm not trying to get famous. I'm not you know I'm doing the same right. thing you're doing. Just yeah. kind of want to make stuff and like hang out with cool people and totally. Like I, I enjoy doing, you know, comedy in New York. I have a pretty successful video show here where like we have people make three minute short videos and like 200 people come out and we give out free beer and people just party and watch cool videos. Nice. And like, that's fun. And, and, um, but like, it's a lot of work. Yeah. So like, that was my other thought process of just like, dude, I, I like audio. I love podcasts. I've been on the pod. I've been the minute podcasts were a thing. I was into it. Like nice. I was like a, 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 you know, internet nerd. Early so adopter. Like, totally. So it's like, I want to make one. I want to do my own fucking audio content. So I don't know. I, I can't really tell you what exactly it is, but I, it's like porn. I know it when I see it, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like, whatever, whatever, uh, like, Hits um, that like um. <laughs> exactly whatever gets you going like that. <laughs> oh baby, I put it on my live stream. All right, I'll do it. Whatever, whatever turns you on. <laughs> no, that's that's, that's cool. I love I love this format because it's freeing and it's like you kind of discovered along the way. You know, like yeah, once like, you start it. to develop like a, a network and an audience, then um, your content is kind of shaped. That's part of the value in value for value. Like people want to quantify it or uh, do math with it all the time and like uh, run fucking numbers and just like ant, <laughs> ant fuck money to death. And it's like, you know, it's more than just this goddamn, uh, dollars and cents spreadsheet you're looking at. Like value is like people that, uh, will tell you shit you need to know and make you a better person. People totally. will help steer your content and shape your content. People will be like smart motherfuckers out there that you can actually learn things from. And totally. like, this is part of the value that is not quantifiable. You can't put yeah. a number on it, but dude, dude, just meeting you and like getting to know you for, for over, you know, several hours now. <laughs> yeah. But like, dude, like you've already hooked me up with like this Albi thing. And like, you've literally made me sit down and be like, all right, he's right. I need to fucking get this lightning shit figured out. Like I can't, can't call myself, keep calling myself a Bitcoiner and not <laughs> know what the fuck like lightning like how to how to work work around with that and like you've already brought insane value to me personally of just like getting me off my ass to understand that and get that set up it's like fucking awesome like like that's more worth more than anything you know what i mean like 
it's it's yeah it's not about money like i'm a, under no under no uh delusions that like oh maybe i yeah. can uh, become a millionaire making a podcast oh, right. like, it's just like it's like yeah okay maybe <laughs> but like right dude like just talking to people i'm getting to know like literally like hanging out with tom starkweather and, right. and chatting with you like and john g do is a fucking super cool guy i gotta yep. get him back on and it's just uh it's very exciting to like have it feels like early internet days of like yes. meeting people online, but like in an actual productive, like not like, well, I'm male 28 uh, New York. What are you? Like, it's like, oh, this is like actual value exchange <laughs> happening here. Like, we're like, like, well, you know, like, I think your fucking idea for a, a, a music forward, like podcast app is sick. And hopefully that like, inspires you to like keep going you know what i mean like yeah like 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 oh they lit a fire under my ass on friday man (laughs) i'm telling you what dude it's it's so awesome it's so funny because i i was thinking about this uh over the weekend like i just feel like that energy is out there and happening like simultaneously you know and like some big fucking lightning aha moment will happen somewhere else on the planet but then there's like a forum post about it or like and I think there's also just like even deeper than that, our subconscious is like connected. Like people yeah. are like, you know, I, I'll have like a aha moment or think about it a new way. And it, I really truly feel like it's because somebody else figured something out somewhere else and it just clicked. Like it's just like totally an update. I, I, and um, with this whole thing, it was like my schedule for the next four weeks kind of like cleared out. And I do like way too much shit. You just, like <laughs> uh, anybody who uh, follows the show knows that I just like am constantly juggling all these balls and probably like taking too much on. But this was kind of like I've been looking forward to this chunk of time because I have time to really like catch up on some shit that has been like uh, pet projects of mine that I've been like, oh, I want to do this and oh, I want to do this and just like yeah. get stuck on. And so I was just like, when I heard that fucking show, I was like, yeah, somehow they know, man. Somehow they know. Because that was the Friday. That was like my last day of the teach. And then I'm like, got all this time. And they're like, well, now's the time to be making a fucking music happy. <laughs> <laughs> like, we've been two, we're two years of this shit. Now we need the music. I'm like, all right, all right. We'll try to do it, man. That's awesome. That's so, so cool. Yeah. If nothing else, I got the logo colored in. So <laughs> hot damn. <laughs> Dude, I mean, that's all it is. It's just making small steps and building shit and, yes. like, just making and getting it to work is the start. Yeah, exactly. It's yep. like, who gives a fuck about, like, I mean, Bitcoin is the ugliest, weirdest, fucking, like, jankiest shit, but it's, like, people are figuring out how to make it work and use it, and it's fucking awesome. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, there was no UX design going into Bitcoin. Right. Like, yeah. No, no, like hot girl who went to college, like for design, is like going over it and be like, you really need to move this button there. Like, yeah, like there's no Apple developers on the. Fucking- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what's crazy is we are gonna get there. Like the, yes. the like the fact that like like Jack from Twitter is literally like, I quit life to work on Bitcoin is like insane. Mm-hmm. Like, like that just, it just, dude, it's just so obviously heading in a beautiful direction. If we can just 
we can just like convince more people to to like not think it's gonna like destroy the planet Earth or whatever oh, yeah. like insane thing they're convinced of. Like, but it's not bad from the environment. <laughs> I'm so ever since I learned the that uh, washing machines and dryers use more electricity than uh, Bitcoin. <laughs> I love. That. I'm like, That's a I great love, stat. dude. It's so good because it's just like it's not even like it just makes it. It snaps people out of yeah. the fact that, like, wait a minute, why am I thinking about energy consumption at all? We because- should smell bad because smelling good <laughs> yeah. is bad for the environment. We should all yeah. smell bad. Totally. But it's also, like, like you've been propagandized to, to be worried about the electricity use of Bitcoin because right. you don't think about the electricity use of literally anything yeah. else in your life. Uh-huh. It's like so clearly like a tool that is being used to make you hate something that's good for you. When you uh, kind of step back and look at it, though, and you th- and you kind of realize that's like the biggest sticking criticism of Bitcoin. Like that's the best thing that they've got. That seems to be like the strongest argument. Like it really is a fucking incredible uh, thing that we're talking about. You know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, dude, like. If it's as secure as they say, and it, 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 at this point it must be because it would have been destroyed by now because these people are just, they run these, the world are psychos and kill any threat that comes their way. And this is definitely a threat. Yeah, I think it's been attempted a number of times, but uh, I don't know. Like, dude, it's it's inspiring. It's exciting. And the fact that it's like, I, I I don't know what it is, but like Bitcoin people are extremely interesting. Like they they yeah. they and they all have like their their offshoot of what the you know they're like other things they're interested in, and they're all different. Like other reasons not, that they're weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. Uh, that's um, fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's just so cool. I, I, it's it's exciting, and it's exciting to see more and more people slowly like catch on and get interested like it's it's definitely coming like i can i can feel it i can feel the normies who think it sucks are slowly changing to ambivalence to interest to users it's coming i totally agree man well hey dude speaking of coming thanks for coming (laughs) on the show totally bro thank you for having me it's always cool talking to you man i just feel like uh ever since we first sat down together you just feel like uh old people's from way back you know like, yeah man i totally agree i you know i uh if you'll have me i gotta come visit you guys out there i want to check this city out dude yeah Please. if you're ever if you're ever in the city of fountains man hit me up let me know hell yeah i'll show you hell how we do yeah. barbecue around here hell yeah i'm down yeah very cool awesome well thanks uh all the bowlers for streaming and boosting along uh including i did want to shout out we got the this one from abel kirby right here uh, the heating coil is on my ass and the car is burning my gas. <laughs> Only a scumbag would get between us. Yeah. Fuck the scumbags, y'all. Yeah. Long live the real death to the scumbags. <laughs> That's what we say. Hell yeah. Uh, well, thanks again, Micah. It's always great to talk to you. I know we'll be uh, talking many times in the future. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, special shout out to Sir Bimrose. Appreciate you uh, throwing us a slot on the No Agenda stream here. Yeah, this is some absolute honor on my end. And uh, if you want to check out Extremely Live, you can go to Extremely.Live. Hell yeah. Check out uh, Micah Rock and Roll's content there. 
You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. Well, you love the shit I'm on. I guarantee it. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, Hell there's yeah. some awesome stuff. John Dew's on there and uh, all kinds of stuff. So check, yeah, it, check out. it out. Check it out. And uh, we will see you all uh, next Tuesday. Until then, I'm gonna remain Sir Spencer, Wolf of Kansas City. I'll be Dame DeLorean. Oh, is this my cue? I'm Mike a Rock and Roll, baby. Extremely dot live. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Till next Tuesday. Mayor Bulls burn ever brighter. This is what you wanted. So when are we smoking some weed? We need babies. In the bowl. Bowl after bowl. Bowl after bowl. Bowlafterbowl.com. Oh, fuck it, dude. Let's go bowl. It is on, folks. It is on. It is on. Well, the bowl after bowl guy? That's a wrap. Sweet. Dude, go. that was super fun. Yeah, thanks for uh, joining us again. I always appreciate it, man. Yeah, dude, I, I'm genuine. That I, I we like, I really enjoy talking to you, dude. Yeah, same. It's, it's weird how we have so many like things in common. Too. It is wild. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like this natural flow, and then like every time I bring up some weird niche thing or something, you're like, "Oh yeah, me too." Yeah, <laughs> like what, the what? Fuck. Like for real though, dude. No agenda's magical. There are weirdos together. There are a lot of homeschool weirdos uh, in the stream circle for sure. That's amazing, dude. Dude, this was super fun. Yeah. I'm gonna check out. Uh, I'm gonna check out your album, and uh, oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a good friend and uh, and start listening to your uh, shows more oh. often as well. Yeah, d- don't get the guilt thing. I know you, you've already you've already told yeah, me this. Don't but... do it. There's not enough time to listen to all the shows. So I know, I know. We just did like... uh, fucking. Well, this huh. was this was 186. So you know, like. <laughs> Uh, this was 186 of bull after bull alone so like you know don't don't get into the guilt trap but i appreciate the the sentiment for sure like i totally like jive with it you know yeah cool, i just cool i always find myself like getting down on myself like oh i haven't listened to these shows in x amount of time and this and that but uh, it's true i mean i do the same thing but like i don't know man it's 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 pretty interesting we're on, we're on a very similar wavelength and uh i appreciate what you're doing no doubt well, I appreciate what you're doing, and uh, that's like uh, thanks for putting the call out on NA, like the donation segment, man. That like it's weird because I listen and I always listen live, and so I'm kind of like usually doing something else too, and so I'm like mm. I, I got one ear on it, but for whatever reason, like your uh, donation w- was read, and I was just like I've just like <laughs> lost whatever I was doing, and I just honed in on it. Dude, that's awesome. I'm glad so. you did, brother. It's been fun. Hell yeah, cool. Well, yeah, we'll be uh, back in touch, man. And like I said, if you're ever in town, feel free to reach out. Hell yeah, definitely. Cheers, man. Peace.